This is Catherine Getsky, host of the Hope Matrix podcast. We are here to share science, stories, and strategies for how to hope. I'm the Chief Hope Officer of the Shine Hope Company, and Shine is the mnemonic for how we teach hope. So when we talk about hope, we talk about how we use stress skills, happiness habits, inspired actions, nourishing networks, and eliminating challenges, which are our thinking patterns that get in the way of our ability to hope. Hope is a skill. You can measure hope, you can teach hope, and you can start practicing skills to activate higher hope in your life today. And on this Hope Matrix podcast, we aim to bring in guests, experts in science, people with stories, and those that have strategies for activating hope in your life. Hi, welcome to the Hope Matrix. This is Katherine Getsky. It is so great to have you all listening today. Um, today, I am super excited. I am here to talk with Taylor. Um, Taylor is working with us on our Hopeful Minds curriculum and has been, been working with me for several months. Um, yeah, getting all of our curriculum updated. Super excited. And um, we just finished, I guess, publishing the last few weeks. Is that, yeah, we got it. So it's been kind of much more of a beast than we had anticipated. So I'm super grateful um, for all of Taylor's help. And I'm really excited to share with you today. We're going to talk about what Hopeful Minds is, um, why it's important, how you can bring it and teach it to your children um, or encourage your teachers to teach it to their children. Um, you know, what? In, why hope, again, is so important, who our hope heroes are. So some people that we really love related to hope. Um, we'll talk about the curriculum itself, how you can access it, download it, and um, yeah, how, what else we're doing in communities around hope. So thank you so much for joining us today, Taylor. I really appreciate it. Yeah, quite a change from curriculum writing. <laughs> yes, I'm excited to finally talk about this amazing project. I know. Well, it's super exciting. So for those of you that don't know about Hopeful Minds, so Hopeful Minds started as a passion of mine years ago, started as a quest to understand suicide and suicide prevention. Really, if we wanted to get to the root root cause of suicide, we had to know what, um, or yeah, the root of suicide, we had to know what caused it. And hopelessness is the really single consistent predictor of suicide. You know, I've mentioned hopelessness is both a feeling of despair and it's a sense of helplessness. So it incorporates both a really horrible feeling and the uh, um, kind of a sense that you can't do anything about it. So both feeling and action. So, um, so we developed this program probably seven years ago, started with 10 lessons. We moved to 12 lessons and we just now moved to 16 um, and we also consolidated down to three. We'll get more into that in this program. But we've been researching and studying it around the world for several years. So, and this was really pre-Taylor. So before <laughs> Taylor got on board, um, I've been traveling around the world to Malaysia, Northern Ireland, um, Suriname, well, remotely, Suriname, I didn't go there, but we did some work there, Chicago. And we've been using these lessons with kids doing focus groups. We've been doing some pre and post um, comprehension of material. And then we did some pre and post measures of anxiety, depression, and hope scales. 
And in Northern Ireland, we did see that the kids had a reduction in anxiety and depressive symptoms um, while going through this program. Now, this research is on our website. We've presented at several conferences about it. There's some videos about it if you want to learn more kind of on the research side of things. And we also present a lot about what hope and hopelessness, the research that they've been done on those specifically um, on our website as well. But we want to talk today more about the updates we've made to the program, how Taylor got involved, how you can start teaching it, and how we can get this into the hands of kids. So again, Taylor, thank you so much uh, for joining us. You're where you're in Japan. I am. I'm currently in Niigata, Japan. Very nice. That's great. So how is it over there today? It is wet and cold. I'm not ready for winter to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. It's pretty much the same here in Reno, Nevada. But um, well, good thing we're inside for sure. Um, I want to first talk about, and this has been really fun to work on with you, but I want to talk about why should teachers even care? Why, or why should anyone really care about hope? Of course. I mean, from a teacher standpoint, the benefits of hope are innumerable. Um, from just a classroom-wide look, like Catherine mentioned, hope is known to increase academic success, to increase health, to increase um, our healthy relationships with others. So when your students have strong hope and strong hope tools, they're more engaged in the classroom and they're more likely to be in the classroom because they're happier, they're healthier. Um, from a student perspective, from like an individual perspective, when your students have higher hope, they're in their upstairs brain, which is something we talk about a lot in the curriculum. And when your students are in their upstairs brains, they are fully engaged with their creativity, with their problem solving, um, with their hope, with their enthusiasm. And so students that are hopeful are more excited to be in the classroom. And all of this together, you know, makes a classroom more enjoyable for a teacher. And it also allows you to really focus on teaching, which is what you want to do um, when you're in the classroom. Um, and one of my actually favorite parts about the curriculum is we do focus a lot as well on empathy and forgiveness and, you know, inclusion. And all of these skills are really important in the classroom because when kids are bullied or when they feel alienated, they go into their downstairs brain and they're no longer focused on school. And so the more that we can use our curriculum to teach inclusion in the classroom, the more it will benefit the class as a whole. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, such good points. And there are so many different aspects of hope that definitely when I started this, I mean, it was started as really suicide prevention, but it has turned into so many different, you know, there are so many benefits of hope. And and we know hopelessness is predictive of things like addiction and, and weapon carrying at school, um, violence, interpartner violence. And so, yeah, I mean, there are so, just so many benefits uh, around school and, you know, attendance and grades. It's, it's more predictive. Your kids' grades are more predictive um, than their IQ. So their hope level is more predictive of their grades than their IQ. So I thought that was a really fascinating study and statistic. So yeah, I mean, teaching hope in the classroom and having hopeful kids is, is a benefit for really for the student himself, for you as a teacher, and then for the whole entire class. I love that. And you know, speaking of um, attention right now, so uh, we have really challenging times 
And I wasn't going to bring this up yet, but you know, I can go off track. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I wanted to, t- I mean, so we've um, done a lot of work. Can you talk more to just making it? Because um, we did a lot of work to translate it so that it's kind of Zoom compliant so that you can do it remote learning. And I, I think what I'm hearing around the US and probably the world as kids are having a hard time focusing. So can you just talk a little bit what you did to make it Zoom compliant and can people use it remotely? Of course. So we worked really hard to make sure that our curriculums could be used in any environment. So when we initially made the curriculums, we wanted curriculums that didn't require a lot of prep work by the teachers or a lot of resources by teachers so that the curriculums were available to anyone very easily. Then when current events happened and a lot of schools switched to remote learning, we also added in activities that were possible for remote learning. So in every lesson, every activity and every worksheet that you do can be done remotely. And we are actually working right now to make um, online presentations for all of the student workbooks so that when teachers are teaching remotely, they can give all of the worksheets to students um, online so that they don't have to worry about the students having the workbooks. They can do everything that the curriculum has to offer no matter where they are and no matter where the students are. And I think that that's really important. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, very cool. Now, one of the things that I'm really passionate about and that I worked really hard to, because, you know, who like boring, like school subjects, you know, and hope, like who wants to learn about hope? And we know all these benefits to hope, but now I'm how like, but we really want to make kids aspire to hope right? We really, and, and encourage the teachers to get them to do this too. So what are some, what are, what did we, what are some things we did in the program itself to, to get kids really passionate about hope? Of course, like one of our biggest goals was to make hope cool. And so we started doing that by um, looking at hope as part of their life. So when we look at mental health, we have a tendency to focus on mental health in a vacuum. And so we just look at mental health by itself. And for a kid, they don't care about mental health. They're focused on sports and friends and school. And so our curriculum not only focuses on hope, but also on how hope impacts all of those aspects of your life. So if you want to do better in sports, if you want to do better in extracurriculars, if you want to have better relationships with your friends, like you need hope and hope can help. So not only are we teaching kids these hope tools, but we're directly relating them to school and athletics and extracurriculars so that the kids can use it in every aspect of their life. And I can attest personally, you know, I never thought of mental health as something that I could implement in every aspect of my life. And since I started working on these curriculums, I find myself using a lot of these skills in my day-to-day life. And that's our hope is that the kids will too. And the kids will see how important hope is and how cool it is to use it in everything they do. Um, But then we also worked really hard to use some awesome hope heroes that the kids can look at who they know, who they're excited about, who also use hope tools. So in our Hopeful Minds overview, we have Selena Gomez, Magic Magic Johnson, and John Krasinski, who did some good news um, during the pandemic. And then in our 16 lesson curriculum, we have a ton of great people. We have Dwayne Johnson, Lady Gaga, Christy Teigen, Sam Walton, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates, Zach Williams, Shaka Senghor, Mr. Rogers, John McCain, George W. Bush, Oprah Winfrey, Serena Williams, Ariana Huffington, Ken Jeong, Bruce Springsteen, and Michelle Obama. 
So we wanted to really make sure that our Hope Heroes targeted every kid. So every kid could identify with at least one of the Hope Heroes and really see how they were making Hope cool so that the kids could also, you know, get excited about using Hope in their lives. Oh, that's awesome. And it was really fun to see how um, how these different people that icons, first of all, learn about their lives. So much of their lives, I had no idea. So many challenges, struggles, kind of all of these. And, and really how the skills that we teach the kids, how they applied them based on what we read about these, our different hope heroes. That was really fun. Um, and I think it's going to be fun too, to see what kids, because I think one of the exercises is kid can create their own hope hero, or they can pick one of their own and write a story on it. And then they can do a story about themselves too. So that's so fun. I love that. And yeah, so our goal eventually is to get celebrities um, and leaders doing public service announcements, kind of redefining hope. Um, You know, most people think of hope as a wish and hope is not just a wish. You actually have to put action behind it. So you have to feel good and you have to take inspired action, which is, you know, a big part of what we teach in the program itself. And so, um, yeah, that's that's super exciting. Um, can you tell us just uh, about the curriculum itself, like what the what the format is of the curriculum? Sure, we currently have two curriculums available on our curriculum on our website. Uh, the first is the Hopeful Minds Overview, which is three lessons that are each an hour each, and it covers the what, why, and how of hope. So it looks at the definition of hope, what it is, um, why it's important. And then a broad overview of just how you can use HOPE tools in your day-to-day life. Um, And that curriculum is targeted towards second grade, but is really easily adapted to any age range from kindergarten all the way to adults. Then our second curriculum is the Hopeful Minds Deep Dive. And that kind of takes the skills from the three-lesson curriculum and goes into a lot more depth. So um, the deep dive has 16 lessons that are 45 minutes each. And it was actually created to be used over the full year um, in a school setting. So you have eight lessons in the fall and eight lessons in the spring. Um, That one is targeted towards fifth graders, but once again, is easily adapted to any age range. I know I've talked to teachers who are using it at the middle school and high school level. And we've had heard really good things about just how easy it is to use it with older students as well. Awesome. That's great. Um, And so how can they get access to the curriculum? We have tried to make it as easy as possible. We believe that hope is a universal right that everyone should be able to use. And in the same way, Hopeful Minds is universally available. So you can download all of our curriculums and resources for free at hopefulminds.org slash curriculum. Um, And then if you are like me and you like to have hard copies of things, Um, You can also purchase the paperback versions of the curriculums and the student workbooks on Amazon by searching Hopeful Minds, um, or you can get it from bookstores, retail locations, libraries, um, through Ingram Sparks. Yeah. And so if you're a retailer and you want to carry Hopeful Minds in your retail location, you can order them on Ingram Sparks or um, on if you have online web stores or if you have, you know, bookstores, you can you can order them that way. So a lot of you probably have counts with Ingram Sparks if that's the case. And you can also encourage your bookstores to carry the curriculum. 
I was yes, just saying, I, <laughs> right, exactly. I was just saying it makes a great uh, holiday gift for, for kids, for people. You know, I think we all need a bit of hope. I even, I even think the workplaces can use them because we're really one of the first to re- operationalize hope and definitely the first to create a program for young kids, offer it free and study it globally. So, um, but yeah, learning to think it, and it just kind of really reframes mental health. So hopelessness is a symptom of anxiety and depression, and hope is a known protective factor. And so your level of hope will predict your future's potential for anxiety and depression, but your anxiety and depression don't predict your future level of hope. So really, no matter where you are, you can study hope and increase your, your hope um, score, and then it, it can serve you so well. So uh, anyone really we we recommend and and please do order and check it out that's super exciting and it was it has been really great to get it actually on amazon and and in ingram sparks and to have hard copies and to have workbooks for these kids um i did want to just mention that we do have so the workbooks themselves are in um, the curriculum books but you can also purchase the workbook separately for the kids so if you're a teacher you can purchase a workbook and you can have the parents um, or the school pay for the um workbook themselves and and give them to the kids or you can just copy directly from the curriculum so yeah super excited um and let's see so what other kind of resources do you provide besides just the curriculum yeah we have a ton of resources and we're adding new ones every day um we right now we in all of our curriculums talk about planting Um, fields of sunflowers because for us the sunflower represents hope and it represents hopeful minds and we're trying to rebrand how we think about mental health through hope so we have awesome garden for hope signs that you can put in your sunflower garden to tell other people about hope and to help other people find our resources we also have an amazing parents guide that teaches um, the hope language that your students are learning to parents so that parents can start to implement hopeful language and hopeful tools within their households. And it introduces parents to that what, why, and how of hope. Um, It's really important that when students are learning these hope tools, they're not only learning them in the classroom, they're learning them at home and they're implementing them in all aspects of their lives. And the parents play a huge role in that. So we're excited to be able to offer that resource to parents. And then we also have additional lessons that are available on our curriculum page, and we're adding new lessons there all the time. And those new lessons are for all ages, but we do have a lot of lessons that are more targeted towards older kids. So that if you're doing the curriculums with older students, um, until we get curriculums for those age ranges, you can also supplement with some of these additional lessons. Awesome. That's great. And yeah, they're all available on hopefulminds.org. And under the curriculums tab. So all of those additional resources. Um, Yeah. And one of my favorite things about our resources too, and sorry, we maybe we're going to talk about this, but is the, we created a presentation that you can give in your community about why hope is so important. The research around hope, um, specifically, 
specifically as it relates to education. So you can go and do HOPE presentations in your community. You can do it with schools. You can download this presentation. You can do it to superintendents, to Big Brothers, Big Sisters program, to YMC. Anyone that will listen to you talk about HOPE, <laughs> we encourage you because we definitely can't do this alone. We need everyone engaged around HOPE and, and so appreciate that. Um, so what about using, if, if I want to use the program and I want to change some things, is that okay? Of course. We try to provide as many resources as possible so that the teachers can really take the program and turn it into whatever they need in their classroom. So each of our lessons have background information for the teacher so they can see all of the research that the lesson is based on. We also have supplemental documents and additional activities in each of the lessons so that if you're not really feeling the lessons or you don't have the resources for the lesson we provide, we have other ones that you can use as well. And I think that it's especially important to know that you can make it your own, um, especially if you're using it for a grade that it's not intended to. Um, like I know a couple of our high school teachers have really made these lessons their own to make them applicable to high school students. And I think that that's great because our goal is to get these hope tools to students. And however you can do that, I think that it's important. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I encourage you to, if you want to get involved in creating lessons for different age groups, we welcome that as well. And we welcome those that want to participate um, in researching it in that specific um, demographic or age group or, or whatnot. So we, and we love to co-create. So we do ask that you just give us, if you're going to use our program and adopt it in some way, you just may let us know. And then you also just um, give, um, yeah, just let them know that you're using Hopeful Minds. So that's awesome. And then what about certification? Do you, do people need certification to teach this? Not at all. That's the great thing about this lesson is that, or these curriculums is that anyone can teach them. We provide you with all of the information you need. Um, so as long as, you know, you can read, you can teach the curriculums. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. And we're going to get video ones done too, hopefully at some point soon as well. So hopefully um, also if you can hear or yeah, so a different modality for it. So yeah, it's been amazing. It's been so fun working on the curriculum with you and really taking it. We got some guidance on formatting the curriculum. And so we did, we took the 12 lessons and brought it down to three and it was so fun doing it with Taylor. And we just, we, you know, it, it was just a really great process and experience. And I think so valuable for how we taught it that redoing like updating our 12 lessons to 16 was just, it's such a better curriculum than it's ever been. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to get it out into communities. Um, is there anything else you think we should talk about? Um, people may want to know or that we missed? Um, I mean, I think the most important thing is just, you know, we are always here. So you can reach us at hopefulminds.org. If you have questions, if you have feedback, these curriculums are constantly growing and changing. And so we want to hear everything that you have to offer. Um, we also would love to keep making hope cool and keep making it viral. So if you're doing these activities with your students, like, please, if you have permission, sit, share photos, share worksheets, like, let us know how it's going. Because, you know, we're so excited and passionate about this. And Nothing makes us happier than getting feedback and hearing how these curriculums are helping you and your students. 
Yes, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, please do share and let us know. It makes it so much more fun and keeps us going too, for sure. So that's awesome. Well, Taylor, it's been so great talking to you and catching up and just kind of sharing your knowledge and your perspective of the curriculum itself with everyone. It's so important. And it's, gosh, I feel so grateful to have met you and and to have gotten you involved in this program because you've added such a unique just kind of a fun um, spin to it. So yeah, it's been great. The worksheets are amazing. Um, they came out so well. And um, yeah, the lessons themselves and just the research and thought behind it and application. So we can't wait to hear from you all what you think. Um, again, hopefulminds.org. Thank you all so much. Definitely um, for tuning in today and, and listening to us chat about Hopeful Minds, something I am so passionate about. Again, it can be used anywhere around the world. Um, so we encourage you wherever you are to download it. And you know, even if you can't teach it to other people, you can read it for yourself and start practicing the lessons for yourself. Um, because no matter what life brings, there is always a way from hopelessness to hope. So on that note, wishing you all a great week and thank you again for tuning in and we will talk to you soon. So thank you all for listening in to the Hope Matrix podcast. Um, We want to shine a light that hope is teachable, hope is measurable and teachable and provide you with actionable insights for how you can start activating hope in your life today and provide a framework so you can start talking about hope with other people and practice these skills together because we are better with hope. Please feel free to check out the shinehopecompany.com where we list all of our resources around how to hope. We have a lot of free programs for how to hope, including the five-day challenge, our hope infographic, with a lot of skills that showcase how to hope and articles of how to incorporate hope into your life. We have the Hope Beat Weekly, which is a weekly newsletter that shares strategies for hope. We have a My Hope Story template, so you can write your own hope story today. Uh, Also, My Hope Hero, so we can share what our heroes are doing to activate hope in their lives. And this is especially good with youth so they can start looking up to people that have overcome similar challenges to them and seeing how these heroes use the Shine Hope framework. We have a Hopeful Minds for Teens program, a Hopeful Minds Overview Educator Guides. We have a new evidence-based college course so you can activate hope on the college campus. There are programs in the workplace overview courses, 90-minute courses for learning the what, why, and how to hope. What I want you to know about hope is it's a skill. You've got to practice these skills to become hopeful. It's easy to fall into despair and helplessness when we deal with challenges in life, and it takes intentional work and practice to get to hope. And yet it is always possible. So no matter what life brings, keep shining hope. Thanks so much for listening in. Have an awesome day. And of course, I've got to add this, that this program is designed to assist you in learning about hope. It should not be used for medical advice, counseling, or other health-related services. I, Fred, the Shine Hope Company, and myself, Catherine Getsky, do not endorse or provide any medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. I am not a medical doctor. The information provided here should not be used for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition and cannot be substituted for the advice of physicians, licensed professionals, or therapists who are familiar with your specific situation. 
consult a licensed medical profession or call 911 if you are in need of immediate assistance. And be sure to know the crisis hotline, 988, if you are in need of support. Thanks a bunch for listening. Take good care of yourself and keep shining hope.